Real news. True, honest, and not fake news. Today, what's been happening is the funeral for Barbara Bush. Um, she actually died on Monday when I was at the great debate here, which I'll get into next. But uh, today, they're holding the funeral. Melania, uh, Hillary, and um, Michelle are all there at the funeral. I think it's wrapped up, but I don't know a lot about Barbara Bush. I know a lot about the other Bush. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> that may change yeah. soon. But yeah, I like the little oh, Jimmy. Oh, is, is there uh Oh no, there's no oh, there's no lady of interest. She already oh. got taken up, but I'm being optimistic, okay? Uh but, Oh god. <laughs> this is why I love having you on. <laughs> um but I from what I understand Barbara Bush did a lot in terms of like education and apparently she was helping like older people with reading disabilities. Um older people with reading disabilities, <laughs> like like what do you mean, like eight like eighty year olds who can't read? <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. But apparently there's like people like in their forties and fifties that can't read, uh, for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah. I just feel sorry for those people. I mean, that's that's a public education system in America. Yeah, it's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, I you know, go and right. like see these things, you know, and they go and like nowadays, you know, you can probably read books. Like it's just so poor quality. Yeah, and you know, it's the government, so you know, you can go to private school, but like, you know, the public schools they're they're terrible, and they go like, oh yeah, you know, you're already paying for it. it's free, but then you're paying like ten thousand dollars a year in property tax. Mm-hmm. It's not really all that free. Nothing is free in America. But, yeah, do you have anything to say about this? I have not much, but I figured we mention it. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I went to a funeral today myself. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I can kind of understand that. You know, I'm not not a big fan of the Bushes, but, you know, she was a person. <laughs> and she died. And, you Great know, commentary there, Alex. Yeah, Trump, Trump didn't go because... You know, I don't blame him. I wouldn't go. She kind of said, I don't know how women can vote for Trump. So, Oh, really? But, yeah, she said that. Wow. And that's probably why Trump didn't go. It's no wonder why the mainstream media is like, oh, Barbara Bush, so great, so bold. And I thought, oh, it's just because she died, they're being nice. But, okay, yeah, she hates Trump. Makes sense now. Uh, she, was, she was getting up in age. I mean. Yeah, look at her husband. He, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't croak first, to be honest. Well, geez, like they've had some uh, Me Too moments with them. I saw that oh, a couple yes. months ago. You see, uh, Mr. Senior Bush, you know, he's reaching for uh, some bush of his own. <laughs> he's you know, doing he was... it from his wheelchair. I'm like, dude, like. Well, they, well they, uh, he's, you know, there's an actual problem is like dirty grandpa syndrome or something. It's not actually called that, but pretty much dirty That's grandpa. That's pretty much what it is. Stuff. Yeah. You know, he's just like old, is, you know, it's like that horny old man. I'd say um, it, it's common. Yeah, even when you're past your prime, you're still trying to grab for the meow meow. Uh, he might, you know, might still have, uh, you know, some uh, spring in his step if, if you catch under it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, uh, I did mention that I learned about this news during the great debate that was happening at Penn State. And for <clears throat> anybody that doesn't know, but hopefully you do if you're in this area, the great debate is the thing the big thing the college republicans and the college democrats team up every year to do they will each get a speaker of their own respective parties and they'll have sort of debate uh you know at penn state this last year they brought martin o'malley and some girl that's a republican i don't even remember her name that's how bad it was uh but this year was actually a good year i think because they brought sean spicy spicer and howard dean and if you don't know who any of those people are and you've been living under a rock, well, most people already knew who Sean Spicer was. He was, of course, Trump's ex-press secretary, the first one. Uh, he always combated the media. Yeah, a lot of fun. I loved him. Uh, and even when he resigned, Trump still stuck up for Spicer. Spicer still stuck up for Trump. Uh, Howard Dean ran for president in, I believe, 2000 or 2004. I think it was 2004. Yeah, and he made his famous, uh, as he called it, I have a scream speech, where when he won... (laughs) I need to record that separately. That's a beautiful scream from you. (laughs) 
<laughs> but he did this speech where he like won. I think he won like one state, and he got so excited. He's like, and then we're gonna go to Indiana and Virginia and Vermont and Michigan and California, and we're going all the way to the White House. Wow! Yo, he did it like that. He got so excited. Uh, I, you gotta admit, he's not Jeb Bush. He is yeah, high can, energy. You could say he had, his excitement was a little uh, premature. It was very premature because his campaign, he even admitted his campaign wasn't all there. It was a mess. It was all disorganized and he wasn't ready for uh, primetime presidential business. So, spoiler alert, he lost. Uh, and so, yeah, they had the debate and it was about, it really wasn't a debate. It was more of a discussion in my view. Uh, and they asked about the role of, it was called, quote, the role of media in shaping a partisan climate. And they pretty much agreed on a lot of things. And they, they still disagree a lot, especially when Howard Dean would say some stupid partisan stuff about Trump, like, oh, I'm in Russia, and stuff like that. But I have to give, everybody who's listening to this show knows that I am not a fan of Democrats. I'm a right-wing populist. I love Trump. Uh, and I love Sean Spicer. He did great. But Howard Dean, I have to say, if this guy got rid of some of his goofy stuff, he'd be a very strong contender for the Republicans. The guy really, he gets culture to a short extent. I wish he'd understand better. But he even says, I'm a culture warrior. Uh, And I'll tell you, that's what you need. You need a cultural candidate. Uh, What do you think about this, Alex? I mean, I wasn't there to go and see that, but... uh... Yeah, like, you know, I guess this was probably the most interesting Republican candidate they've had there in like years. Like, dude, when I was in college, Republicans they had Carl Grove. Oh God! Like, like he was so low energy, <laughs> and you know, like this year at least the college Republicans did something right. You know, they already screwed up uh, Truth Week and yeah, other parties. I don't know if they still have part. I guess they still do. They had a formal you know, I, just like last week, I think. I mean, when I was here, like you know. Well, was a sophomore year, you know, they actually had legit parties. Like one of the guys in here was used to be in a frat, oh, but nowadays, you know, you, you know, can't have like, those. Yeah, you, you do like partying inside like this little small. Well, what was it? it was like by Meridian? It, it was some like crappy little apartment, mm. and you go and party in there. And it was like you know, it would be nice apartment, but like when you have like fifty people in, in there, it's like uh, trying to go and shove. No clowns in the, in the little clown car, but you supposed to have fun. <laughs> like, no, you can't really do that. Yeah. 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 I have to say, I really like Spicer. And I said this in a group me, and I got some crap for it from some people, but I stand by this statement. Uh, the CRs inviting Sean Spicer to the great debate was the best, was the only good thing they've done all year. It, literally, bringing Sean Spicer is the only good thing they've done all year. I, I'm sorry. They haven't done much of anything. I mean, the 9 11 run is always a good thing, but I'm talking about new things they do. Uh, 9-11 runs mostly run by the Travis Mannion Foundation, too. But the bringing Sean Spicer is the best thing they've done in a long time. Because, I mean, this is the club that, you know, if you don't, folks don't remember, they are one of the few college Republicans that didn't endorse Trump. That's how cucked they are. Oh, good. Well, yeah, we had a Democrat, you know, yeah. running, being the president of the college Republicans. Yeah, we're not, we're not exaggerating we when we documents. say that. Yeah, we, we have <laughs> the documents. We, we can actually, you know, I believe the state patriot reported on this. <laughs> I'm going to quote that. And, you know, it, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I know. Very low energy that year. I mean, there was other stuff that was in those documents, too. No, oh, there was but, a lot of spicy spicy uh, pod stuff in there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a Democrat operative who was, uh, you know, controlled oppositioning the college Republicans at Penn State. But, you know, at least they had a, uh, you know, at least they polled people about supporting Trump. I'll give them that. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. At least they sent out a fake poll on like the, uh, the Trump club here at the Bull Moose Party. They didn't even poll people. They just polled endorsement completely, which I still think is stupid. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan of Trump's actions, but, you know, I would have at least tried to get, like, I would have at least weighed a little bit. He seems like he's he's doing pretty decently now. We were on World War Three. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you notice that? Oh, my God. World War Three didn't happen? <gasps> well, I am see, I think it's important, though, that people do, that he does receive backlash, Sean, but I don't think, you know, withdrawing all support for uh, Donald Trump is the correct way to go about this. Exactly. I, that's why I say if you disagree with something with him, tell him. But don't abandon your guy. I said this I said this last week, and I'm going to say it again. The Democrats are so much smarter than the Republicans in this one way, in the sense that they stick with their guy. You know, No matter what controversy or 
anything that you know Hillary or Obama went through, they stuck with them. Now with Hillary, they started kind of fracturing off because the Bernie bro base kind of some of them went for Trump and some of them didn't vote. But with Obama, they had a unified force, and that's how they won the White House. If Republicans do this and they divide up over petty little stuff, you know. They're going to lose more seats and they're going to lose the White House again. You got to stick with your guy. Even if you don't get everything you like, you got to stick with them because it's better than the alternative. And Trump is Trump's for real. He's the best thing we've gotten in ages. You know, many say since Ronald Reagan. So if you're a fan of Reagan, then you'd say that. But I think he's the best thing the party's gotten before that. But that's. Uh, a tangent. I will say because uh, I did get to meet both uh, Sean Spicer and Howard Dean after the debate, which I thought was, was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, I really like that. Uh, well, well, yeah, but then the uh, college Republicans kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> then, then they kind of give you a short on the stick on that one from us. Uh, a little bit of false there. advertising, because I was told it was a meet and greet and you got to talk to them, but apparently, yo, know, I just got a photo. Uh, an autograph, and that was it. Like, I, I thought, because I think it was part of the problem is there were so many people that got the VIP but tickets. How many people actually gave a crap about Trump, though? Like, you know, the president of the college Republicans. Is, <laughs> is she got to go and have dinner with them. Yeah. The whole exec board got to have dinner with Sean Spicer. Yeah, and now them like, like, I don't even think they like made, Trump. Like, one Trump guy, like, yeah, yeah, this is the exec board for our organization is terrible. Like, I, I know the president, you know, and I have a uh, some interesting comments about this person. <laughs> yeah, I was I, better than better than the uh, better than the previous. Oh yeah, by uh, leaps I, and bounds. I want to make that clear that my whole experience is a thousand times better than last year's college Republicans. It's just they're still a little cocked. I'm sorry, just the way it is. But you know, me, you know, Sean Spicer, like meeting him was pretty cool. Howard Dean was pretty cool. They're all nice to me. They both signed and gave me their autographs. Very nice. Of them. Dinesh D'Souza didn't do that. He had to make me pay for that. <laughs> but hey, I, I told him what was up with the current press on the CRs. Oh, really? Yeah, I told him. I was like, hey, you know the current press of Contra Republicans that doesn't like Trump? And it's like, yeah. He was pretty upset at that, but you know. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was almost shocked they brought Spicer because he's like. Oh, oh, yeah. And then guess what? I was seeing him, like, you know, the, the previous, you know, uh, the straw, you know, the, the previous president of Contra Republicans. I keep seeing stuff. It's like anti gun, you know, pro, uh, you know, pro taking away the Second Amendment rights, pro limiting the Second Amendment. No, it's like, I mean, I guess he's out of office now, so it doesn't matter to him. Yeah, of course it doesn't. He doesn't have principles. Uh, it, he just cares about one issue, and then we all know what that is. But other than that, yeah, I, I haven't checked his Twitter in a while. I should check to see what he's been saying. But, yeah, he's said some stuff that's, like, pretty stupid, not Republican at all. Uh, but the next topic I want, if is there anything else you want to add to any of this before we move on? Yeah, I don't got nothing. Yeah, okay. Just want to check. Uh, but I will say though, meeting those two was pretty cool, and getting a picture and autograph that was, I will admit that was cool. But I wish it was better. Uh, and Sean Spice, by the way, did seem like a nice guy. I would say he seemed very genuine. Yo, uh, he's a nice guy. You know? He's a nice guy, as nice Trump would guy. say. <laughs> that type of nice guy. Don't uh, Alex. What you say about nice guys. They finished last. Yeah. He doesn't. He's not. Look, here's the thing about Spice. Like you would see, like even in the press briefings, he could get tough. Uh, but he's still he's, the same he's guy. Probably, he's probably, you know, laying pipe, right? What? I mean, he's probably laying pipe. What does that mean? <laughs> Think about it, boy. <laughs> I will. But, yeah, they, they're like, he would even get into, like, arguments with Trump over some stuff. But, you know, he seems the same guy on camera, off camera is what I'm trying to say. But he, he's still probably, he, he was in the military, so he's got to be tough uh, to at least some extent. Because um, I know I, I'd, I'd fail the military. But, anyway, we're going to now talk about an issue that's already gotten out of the headlines, but it kind of dominated like most of this week, and it's the Star Cucks controversy. Um, oh yeah, yes. <laughs> I know it's it's one of those stories that shouldn't be a story, but it is because progressives are so vocal and have they can generate moral outrage so quickly. But I need to give the facts straight because people keep misreporting and misrepresenting what happened, but. Basically, what happened is there were two black guys that went into a Starbucks in Philadelphia, and they say they were waiting for somebody else. And I think they were in there for quite a while, I've heard. Uh, and then they asked the, you know, they're just sitting there, they're just sitting in the Starbucks. And then they asked the owner, or not the owner, the uh, cashier, if they can use the bathroom. 
And they deny it. They say, no, you can't use the bathroom because they weren't a paying customer. So then they say, well, you can buy a coffee. You can buy this. You can buy that. And we'll give you the code to get into the bathroom. You know, these yeah. bathrooms are locked, so you need a code. And they were... the problems there. What? <clears throat> Maybe they messed up some, like, problems there. There are people stealing toilet paper, just, like, pooping <laughs> on the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to be like McDonald's. Yeah, they don't. They won't have actually a clean bathroom, uh, especially, you know, considering how dirty public bathrooms are. I'd want that, too. Uh, these people on the soy diet, you know, they eat, like, <laughs> soy and quinoa, you know, they probably just go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably turned the the walls brown real quick. Uh, but you know, the employees, like I said, told me they wouldn't let use the bathroom, and okay. that technically makes them trespassers because they haven't used the product there. And the company policy, Starbucks, I did check, uh, does not allow non-customers to use the bathroom. So uh, then they you know were asked to leave, and then they started crying racism. Oh, because we're black, right? This white guy went in, uh, and he was able to use the bathroom, and he hasn't bought anything yet. But this white guy had just, literally just walked into the, you know, the Starbucks and was to about to be a paying customer, but he used the bathroom first. So that's why it was allowed. Uh, so then they called the cops, and they arrested the men and removed them from the store. And, you know, people are freaking out, saying, oh, Starbucks is racist. I, that's what's so ironic about this. All these hipsters and uber pretentious people that with beards and scarves and... Uh, that listen to whale songs on records on the weekend. They're all crying racism at their favorite establishment, Starbucks, like the hipster uh, mecca. And Starbucks did not discriminate based on race. They discriminated based off of uh, customer status. And these guys were not customers. Okay? This is pretty basic. So Starbucks, you know, is in a PR apocalypse right now for nothing. So they have, they're going to close all stores on May 29th for racial bias training. I mean, this is the silliest story ever. It's just because so many people don't know the facts and they think it's racism, but it's not. It's not. And the person I think that was kicking them out was Asian. I could be wrong on that, but it's just like, like people are freaking out over nothing. You know what? Starbucks, you know, they want to go and play the uh, liberal game. They can go and reap the reward. Yeah. You know, Hold them you know, to they, their standards. You know, then, you know, then I keep seeing these, you know, they're obviously a racist company, you know? Oh, obviously. You know, they, they, they should go and, uh, they should shut down for a while. You know, they should give, uh, you know, reparations, free drinks. <laughs> yes. I saw, I was on Twitter. I saw some of these advertisements out there and they were and you know, I don't know who was distributing them, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know. Russian probably, trolls. <laughs> yeah, people actually got free drinks with it. Dude, there was this black guy who's a comedian who's not for Black Lives Matter. He's anti-Black Lives Matter, anti, you know, all this, like, SJW crap. He went into a Starbucks filming it, and he goes, he's like, yo, can I, I hear Starbucks is racist. Can I have my free coffee? You know, Starbucks reparations. And and this like this little white girl that's like at the counter is like, oh yes, sir. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Would would you like caramel with that? You know, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, caramel. He's like, this is justice. This is a uh, you know for black people. Black lives matter. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, preach man. You know, and, and he gives the coffee to his son at the end. But like it was a total troll. Like this guy was trolling him so hard. Like this was. The greatest troll of that, you know, of this whole country. It was so great. I, I love that. Like, he literally demanded Starbucks reparations, and he got them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, you know, they, they, uh, they deserve it. You know, they, they want to go and keep playing these games. And, you know, they, they're very anti, uh, very anti-Trump. Like, they're anti-military, anti-gun. Yeah. And I have no sympathy for these people. Yeah. And they fall for it. You know, I think every every single person, you know, minority, religion, whatever the heck you want to say, they should go over and demand mm-hmm. free coffee. Yeah. And, you know, then it's eventually right. Starbucks will run out of money because no one's going to want to pay for their food if you can get it for free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody should, you know, go out, get their free Starbucks reparations. And you're basically boycotting Starbucks. Like, it's almost like a reverse boycott, you know? You're oh, it's not, worse than boycott because you're actively taking money from them. That's what I'm saying. It's like instead of not taking up their time, you know, it's, it's like a boycott time. It's like a boycott <laughs> time still. Yeah. Well, because like a regular boycott, you just don't buy the product. Here, you don't buy the product and you also take the product. 
<laughs> yeah. It would be funny, and I'm definitely not recommending this. You know? No, we're not promoting this. For the record, clear. you know, if we had someone who, uh, you know, they go to Starbucks and they go and use the bathroom and, like, poop on the floor, <laughs> you know, just, like, poop on, like, you know, crap up the bathroom. They take all the toilet up. paper. <laughs> oh, my God. They just, like, wreck that place. <laughs> and then they, like, have half their staff try to go fix the bathroom. Oh, my God. That would be terrible for those poor that would workers. That would be funny, but that would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, get all the college grads. That would lose a lot of college grads' jobs because they just end up quitting. They'd have to, like, I don't know. Go back to school to get a real major, or yeah, yeah. That's the funny thing is everybody that has a gender studies major works at Starbucks. So the people you'd be hurting are like these feminists that like can't get a job in the real world. Uh, but it's so funny. Like Howard Schultz was giving this like all like, oh my gosh, it's so terrible. I'm so sorry. This is disgraceful that our company would do this. I'm just like, oh, you were, oh, you were just biggest BS forever. Like you don't care. Like all you. Just to improve, you know, repair your company's image over nothing. Like, it's silliness. It's like that thing on South Park. It's like, we are sorry. <laughs> and they just see, like, it was like BPA. They're just, like, shooting oil everywhere. Yeah. But uh, instead of oil, it's, like, coffee and, you know, racism. Coffee and racism. <laughs> Watch, they're going to... It's, it's made by, like, you know, they go and take, like, melanin and they use it. You know, they extract it. Well, isn't coffee people. racist because it's brown? You know, there's no white coffee. You notice that? Well, no, that, that's, it's, it's, uh, they're culturally appropriating it because it was oh. originally a bean from Africa. <laughs> yes. And then the colonists took it over after they stole it from the Muslims. The white man. <laughs> you know, it's actually, it's, it's a sad thing. This is actually. It's actually sad. true. Yeah, like actually was, that's why they call it like a, co- a coffee Arabica. Oh my was, God. Well, because the Arabs stole it from the, the Ethiopians. And then, you know, the. Europeans end up smuggling it over to, uh, you know, uh, Dutchville or whatever the heck it is, the Netherlands. Then they end Deutsch. up like, yeah. no, not Deutschland, that's Germany. And oh, then they end up like spreading it everywhere. And then they end up like, they end up, the Dutch end up growing it in some place and they grew the first thing outside of Africa. And then you start seeing all their colonies, they start growing that stuff. And most like Spain got it, I think, or Portugal, and that's why you see it in like uh, Colombia, you know, mm. Colombia roast, and it's all over the world. And eventually went back to Africa again because the colonists took over that too, and they're like, "Oh shoot, yeah, I think we were here before." <laughs> yeah, and like growing it back in Ethiopia again, you know, around the world, and you know, eight probably like eight hundred years. years. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, everybody, if you want to get your coffee from Star Cucks, you can get it now. Just May twenty ninth. I think it was, oh, I'm already forgetting the date. May 29th? Yeah, you can't get it. So, you Wait, know, they're so, going to just piss off customers. So this, like, just for people, like, who are full-timers, like, every single person is like, well, if you're, you know, a lot of people are college students. Like, do they just expect them to drop out of class and work Thursdays? You know, what if they're going through, like, know. gender reassignment surgery? Dude, yeah, if you want to change your gender, do it on May 29th if you're a Starbucks oh, employee. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, you know, I was, well, I was with my relatives, and you know, oh. they tell me, I'm going to have to hold that story for after the break so I get to the break quickly, but you can tell me after. Actually, I'm going to have to go and uh, take a little break myself. I'll uh, call back after at some point possible. Okay. Well, make sure you have the story because we want to hear it, okay? I mean, if not, I could always save that for... um, For for the last episode? episode. (laughs) You're holding us in suspense. Anyway. (laughs) North Korea. Big news this week coming out of that country as the talk with President Trump and Kim Jong-un is coming closer. North Korea has announced just today that they will stop nuclear tests and launches of intercontinental ballistic missiles. Big news there. Uh, I'm going to go over some stuff that's happened, um, stepping backwards, that's happened over the week. A few days before that, South Korea is reportedly planning to officially end the 65-year-long North Korean war. Uh, President Trump announced that CIA Director Mike Pompeo met with Kim Jong-un. Trump also said that he was negotiating with North Korea to release three Americans being held as prisoners there. And the South Korean President uh, Moon Jae-in announced on Thursday that North Korea is expressing a will for a complete denuclearization. That's in quotes, complete denuclearization. South Korean media has also reported that a hotline has been established between the leaders of the North and the South. All this is big news. Donald Trump 
uh, is playing Richard Nixon's madman. I think it's Nixon's madman strategy. You know, he's trash talking Kim Jong Un, getting at his level, speaking his language, and look what's happening. Progress. People are all freaking out, like, oh my God, World War III is going to happen because drama will grump. Tweet about having a bigger button. And guess what? It's working. I think Trump and Kim are going to get along great. You know, he's going to, I've said this before on this show, I'll say it again. By the end of the year, North Korea will be denuclearized. Trump is going to, you know, meeting Kim Jong un's already a historic thing, but actually denuclearizing this country is going to be even more historic. No president obviously has done that before. No president has come even this close. I, I've never seen just a president, you know, just totally rework and re-engineer the game. Like, this is completely unheard of, you know, how far we've gotten. They've all just been kicking the can down the road and been doing nothing about North Korea. It's really depressing, but... Thankfully, President Trump is actually doing something about this. And we're going to see denuclearization. It's going to happen. I mean, I cannot say that enough. This has just been, you know, substantial progress. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how China, what they're going to get out of it and what North Korea is going to get out of this because they have some leverage and they're going to have to get something for a deal to actually happen. But. You know, right now, all the leverage is with America because we've been strangling them economically with the sanctions and killing their industry. You know, Kim needs money. He needs to be able to buy food to feed his fat mouth, you know? So he's got to fold eventually. And that Trump knows that. I mean, it's so obvious, but no leaders had the balls to do it, but Trump has because he's not controlled by special interests. He's not controlled by the lobbyists. He is independent. He's, you know, fighting for America, fighting for the people. And he wants to fix this. I've, and I think also, like, this has sort of, like, been a storm that's been building. And then once you see him, like, doing more and more tests, it's like, guys, we got to do it now, you know? And so I think that's the other reason past presidents really haven't dealt with it is because they haven't had the uh, uh, necessity to. They haven't had that, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, but I can't. That's sort of, like, pr- pressure on them that we got to do this now. So that's going great. We're going to keep following that. Hopefully next week when we have our final broadcast, we will... Have some more information to report because this stuff was literally happening every day with like a new announcement, big announcements. You know, if this happened like once every month, like it'd be a massive story, but this happened just in this week. So big, big stuff. And Mike Pompeo, I think it's such a great play that Trump sent Pompeo to meet with Kim because CIA director, he knows his stuff uh, and he would deal with this great. But at the same time, the Senate has been stalling uh, approval of him. You know, guys like Rand Paul and all these Democrats have been stalling it. And now Trump just sends him there and he does great. He talks with Kim and he's going to be part of this historic progress of denuclearizing North Korea. They're going to have to confirm him now. I mean, it's, it was a smart move. It was genius. Uh, but another big thing that happened uh, the other day, which made me laugh when I saw because it shows how silly and desperate the DNC is the Democratic Party, the bankrupt Democratic Party, is suing the Trump campaign, WikiLeaks, and Russia. Oh my God, they got them all three. Uh, the lawsuit is saying, uh, in quote, that the in the Trump campaign, Russia found a willing and active partner in this effort to mount a brazen attack on American democracy, which included Russian infiltration of the Democratic Party computer network. Oh my God. They said Trump was, the Trump campaign, quote, gleefully welcomed Russia's help. And they basically said that this was just a scheme by the Russians that would help Trump hurt Hillary, all for the benefit of the Kremlin. (laughs) And they said the Trump campaign kept secret communications with the Russian government. Uh, and they also, you know, pinned some blame on Julian Assange, saying that he shared a common goal of damaging the Democratic Party. Oh, if you want to, you know, reveal documents and reveal the truth. You know, Julian Assange, of all these people here, did nothing wrong, pretty much. I mean, you could argue the... You know, because you could argue that the way those documents were obtained could be illegal because people could have stolen it. But Julian Assange just leaks it. That's all he does. Uh, And he has no goal of, like, you know, helping Republicans and hurting Democrats. He he hurts them both. So to say that he has a sharing in this common goal of damaging the 
Democratic Party is really silly. Because that's not his goal. His goal is to reveal the truth and to reveal corruption. And again, they reassert that the DNC was hacked by the Russians. It's so silly. Because one, that hasn't been proven. Two, you literally, you really can't prove that. Okay? I don't care if you... You, know, you, you really... You could... Th- make a virus and make something look like looks like it comes from Israel, for example. You know? Uh, the Russians could be doing that. So how do you know it's really coming from the Russians? You really don't know. And it's probably an inside job. That's why I've heard from many sources that it was pro- it could have very well been Seth Rich. Could have been the real leaker, the guy that got the documents and gave it to WikiLeaks to leak. And, you know, it's, very, it's much more possible because you look at who this guy was. He wore... Uh, red, white, and blue American flag shirts and pants. He was a patriot. He loved Bernie Sanders. So then when he found the DNC rigged it against him, he was mad. And so, you know, you can see motivation there. Clear motivation to hurt Hillary Clinton. So I don't understand why Julian Assange is a big bad guy. Now he's a Russian agent. A few years ago, he was the darling of the left. They loved the guy. Like, oh, he's so great revealing how bad our military was when they shot um, these innocent civilians. Now it's all, oh, Julian Assange is a Russian agent. He's been turned. No, he's just showing stuff that your side doesn't like. Yeah, that's the one good thing about 2016 was that we got to see what the DNC really was, which was a corrupt, uh, you know, part of the swamp. And Julian Assange, I used to not be the biggest fan because I thought, well, he's probably doing some illegal stuff. But the more I grew up, the more I realized... You know what? This guy's doing stuff that you could argue the ends justify the means. You know, because journalists aren't reviewing corruption in the government. Investigative journalism is dead. Nobody's doing it. You know, if journalists aren't checking the government, who do we have? Who do we have to check them? You know, the media is so biased, they're not going to check them. So you have people like, you know, that are in the inside that leak stuff to WikiLeaks and then WikiLeaks leaks it. And it, WikiLeaks has got it's got a perfect ref, record. They've done they literally have uh, never done a misprint ever, unlike the mainstream media, which does it literally every day. WikiLeaks has a perfect record, and they've been revealing the truth. So that's why you see like things like WikiLeaks are gonna you know increase and rise in the years in terms of importance and potency because they are the ones that are showing the people the truth. It's not going through that mainstream media filter, you know. If, because you know the mainstream media either doesn't report on what WikiLeaks does, or when they do, it goes through a filter. But if you go to WikiLeaks, you get the truth, and people are finding it out. You know, people are waking up to this stuff, and I think a lot of people don't like that. The government certainly doesn't like it because it hurts their interests. The media doesn't like it because it's stealing their audience. So, you know, that's why I think they both hate them. So. At the same time, they uh, say that, oh, they're going to sue the Trump campaign. The Trump campaign has done nothing wrong in terms of, quote-unquote, Russian collusion. You had the, the only people Mueller has nailed have been, like, uh, people like the, uh, I'm forgetting his name, or Paul Manfort, who all he nailed him on was for being a dirty lobbyist. Oh, imagine my shock. Paul Manfort is a dirty lobbyist. Has nothing really to do with Russia, but that's the charges he filed against him. Filed against a bunch of other people, and it was nothing. Oh, we have a phone call. Uh, let me pick that up. Hello, Alex. You back? Hello, Alex. Yeah. Ah, glad you're back. I'd uh, love to have some uh, cake or pie or something or other. Oh, that's nice. What type? Uh, it was apple. Very American. Yeah, America. Nothing more American than that, but uh, what was I saying? <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I, was, I just want to wrap up what I was talking about that again to you, what you were saying, but... Okay. Uh, basically, yeah, I'm going to see where, uh, the last thing I want to touch on with that was that I think the Democratic Party is suing these, uh, Trump campaign WikiLeaks in Russia because they're bankrupt people. They have no money. The Republicans are out, uh, outgrowing them in terms of money, big time. I know money isn't everything because Trump won with substantially less money, but it's, that's what these establishment groups need if they want to push establishment candidates, so. Well, that's, well, that's why they need child labor. That's where you see, like, <laughs> was it was David Hogg and, uh. Yes. And yes, David Hogg is child labor. That's they're child, true. Yeah, they're exploiting children. Child labor. They should go and, uh, go and take them to court over that. Yeah, yeah. We should sue them for exploiting children, which is what they are doing, because that kid knows nothing about guns. And he's just trying to become a darling of the media and a darling of the left. I mean, he probably has some intentions to fix this stuff, but right now he's just trying to push boycotts. Well, like, I don't think, like, I haven't seen that much in the recent news cycle. I think they're starting to get bored of him. Yeah, it's really died out. Like, last 
yesterday, even that there was like a big vigil and uh, I don't even know if it was a march held for the uh, Columbine thing because uh, that happened, you know, a few years ago on the day of April 20th, 420. And, you know, that was the last little thing. Even that didn't get much media attention. CNN had like a little, you know, notification, but that was it. And David Hogg has been pretty much out of the headlines. Now he's become, he's really um, flamed out. You know, it's, well, they found his like Reddit history, and they found uh, you know there was some pretty interesting. Things. Oh, they found some not so nice things he said. Oh yeah, you know, especially talk about gun violence. There's like a couple things. There's some interesting things, but you know, yeah, everyone has their history on the internet. Oh yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. He wants to go and steal my rights, but uh, it's just hypocritical because he acts so morally superior, morally in the right. And it's like, well, look oh. at look at what you're doing. And that that boy got it like backfired because now like Laura Ingram has like double the amount of views. Yeah, and the NRA membership's gone up like you know twenty percent or something. Or I think no, Laura Ingram's viewership went up twenty percent. But the NRA's gotten like you know lots of new members. Milo just became an NRA member too, so well, it's totally backfiring. Well, it's reactionary. Well, they've been having some problems though because like was it Iowa? They had that recently. They had some laws passed over there. It wasn't Iowa. It was uh, one of them West Coast places. Is like was it Oregon? Vermont, probably Vermont. I don't remember. Sanders was from. I think it was Vermont. Vermont, like yeah. I think some gun control over there, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they need to go. They need to go and start fighting back. Like I think we can retake Colorado if, if we, you know, put our minds to it. I agree. Colorado has a lot of Republicans. A lot more than people yeah. realize. And uh, a lot of other states have a lot of potential to be flipped in 2020. So it'd be interesting. Well, not that we need to repeal the gun laws over there. You know, oh, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, once it's passed, it's like, you know, you gain, like, 10 pounds in the last, like, waistband stretch. It's just really hard to go and shrink it. Yeah. You know, it's easy to go and put on weight, you know, just eating McDonald's, cheeseburger, you know, eat some milkshakes, but then, like, losing it. It's going to require a lot of work, but it can be oh, done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what's your story you have to tell us? Oh, geez. So I was, I was talking <laughs> to my uh, aunt out there. Or not my aunt, it was my uncle. And this like little girl over there, and, and like you know, she's in grade school, and then apparently one of the kids in her class, because she's you know she's good with the arts, she's into that <laughs> stuff, and you know you see the sort of crowd that tends to do this, and you know take in mind these people are like you know twelve years old, thirteen years old, mm-hmm. it's like eighth grade, and like they're already talking about like getting a sex change operation, it's like the what? one girl like. Yeah, it was like, it was Amanda wants to go by, like, Alex or something now. Oh, no. Oh, she wants and to go by like, your oh, name, Alex. <laughs> and already talking about, like, uh, was you, like, going class? Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go and, like, you know, start with the top. I was just like, what? you don't even have tits yet, and you want to go <laughs> take them out. How can you, like, what's wrong with the parents who allow this stuff to happen? Wow. This is, like, how old is she? To, like, 13, and they want to already, like, see, you know, I mean, I disagree with it. But it's like one thing if you're like an adult, you yeah, know, and then you want to go and like chop off your, you know, <laughs> ball into bit, like you know, you're plugging two berries, and it's another thing if you're like 13 and you want to go and like you know remove that. Yeah, it's a big difference because like what well, they had that, that little jazz. I think I think it was jazz, jazz. like that little transgender <laughs> kid because you know the mom. I think you know the kid wanted the kid to become transgender, and it was like eight years old or something. Yeah, there's and like these mother. Yeah, there's these mothers that literally want their kids to be trans. And, like, there was this, like, viral YouTube video back during the Obama presidency, and it was, like, the mom giving the kid a hormone injection. People were like, oh, it's so liberal. <laughs> and then they ended up, uh, you know, they he's, he's now, like, I think for she or it, you know, it's yeah. like, I think 13, or it's like an adult or something, and it wants to uh, get the actual sex change, but... They gave him the hormones at such an early age. They never developed enough to go and create a uh, function, you know, a, some some sort of lady part area. So they oh. can't even do it now because they they staggered his growth. Yeah, it's really screwed up because I think, I, I think, see, here's the thing. I would be like, you know what? The left and the right should have bipartisan support. We should all agree on this. This should be common ground that... You know, you have to be at least 18 or 21 to get, you know, a transition surgery. That should be common ground, right? But it you know, isn't. You have to be 21 to buy a gun. I think you should be 21 to go and chop off your penis. Yeah, I know. You know that's common sense uh, general control. Yes. Because <laughs> to me, but it's you like. Know what? You know, let's go and change that, too. I think you should be 21 if you want to, uh, you know, have relations outside of marriage. I think that would be a smart idea. Yeah. 
That's probably more be dangerous than guns. Because, like, look how many single mothers are there out there, you know, and look at what they do to the uh, system. Yeah. You know, a lot more people probably die because of Democratic senators getting elected by single mothers. <laughs> you think about it like that. You're not wrong. Well, I mean, just look at the abortion, you know. How many people, you know, how many kids die every day? Oh, you know, the guns, oh, they kill, you know, thousands of people. Like, you know, there's like a, a holocaust, like, every year just of uh, baby fetuses being, yeah. you know. And that's, that's Planned Parenthood is the biggest killer of black babies and anything else, but Black Lives Matter is worried about cops. Yeah, it's just like, you know, come on. And then, like, what, what would they do? I think they're, like, uh, marching for the gun control or something, like Planned Parenthood. Like, oh, you know, oh God, and that's it was, ironic. Like, you have blood on your hands. And it was, like, <laughs> you have blood on your hands. Yeah, like, you literally like promote abortion. You're saying other people have blood on their hands. Like, they literally do. But they chop. But they don't even pro- like you know like a lot of people are like oh well they perform all these other uh, like tasks. Well, like you know, have you ever actually been to one of those? Like you know, you try to go it's and get disturbing. like uh, if you want to go and like talk to them about things like other than like you know preventing a kid, you know, like like childcare. Like, uh, even I think routine mammograms, or not mammograms, like ultrasounds, I mm. think it was on Stephen Crowder or something like that, yeah. or maybe it was Stefan Malinok. Oh, and yeah. they had a, uh, they don't really, they charge you more for, like, mammograms or and, like, you know, like the x-ray stuff for your baby than for, like, the abortion. Yeah. Like, relatively, like, you know, that's the only reason why I feel good is just cheap abortion, and because of everything else is expensive. And they go in politic, they're politically involved, and they're paid for by my taxpayer dollars. Yep. Yeah. You know, I think, that, you know, how is that? You know, if they can do that with Planned Parenthood, why, you know, why aren't we going to have like an NRA organization that's taxpayer funded? I think. Yo, let's make it happen. You know how happen. like far the left would be flipping out if like the NRA received tax money? <laughs> oh my God, they'd be and freaking. Like, but, you know, Planned Parenthood kills more people than the NRA does. And that's okay. The NRA doesn't kill anybody. The NRA doesn't kill anyone. Dude, vegans have killed more. Vegans. Yeah. Vegans yeah, have true. committed more mass shootings than the NRA. That's very true. You know, uh, what was it? Women, vegans, you know, feminists. Women. Feminists. And, 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 and feminists, you know, they kill a lot of people who <laughs> take abortion to account. You know, yeah. it's like, there, there's like, what was it? Was it Amy Schumer or something? It was like talking about, like, you can't be a feminist unless you've had an abortion. What? It was, it was, it was maybe it wasn't Amy Schumer. It was someone, it was one of them. No, no, who was that other girl? The other Silver, really Sarah Silverman? Stuff. No, the one who goes around with Amy Schumer a lot. It was like the disgusting one from Girls Who. Yes, yeah, uh, Sarah, that's Sarah may, Silverman. No, no, she may or may not have put pebbles into her little sister's uh, hoo ha when they were what? kids. It was. Uh, I don't know this person. I'm looking. It was the other really ugly one who was in the Girls television show. Oh, let me look like, it up. Let me look it up. And yeah. Then she had like a baby or something in the oh, movie. Oh God! Like, Is that show still on? I remember that was a thing, and it was like on HBO, like at weird times. And I I heard stuff about it, and then I heard more. I was like, "Oh God!" It, I, it was uh, Lena Dunham. That's who it was. Oh, Le- oh Lena Dunham. Yeah, I found it. Yeah, <laughs> Lena Dunham. I forget the box. They all kind of blend in all these like goofy, stupid feminists. Well, they all look disgusting. They're like, my vagina has a voice. That's <laughs> like their whole thing. It, like, it like, goes roar. And then who was that other person? Like, you see, I think I showed you that video that a feminist comedian from Australia. And it was like, my dad's Google history. It's like the most stupid comedy. It's like, they're what? trying to go be as least offensive as possible. It's like, you know, it, wow. it's this, it's this, and they pay, this is taxpayer funded in Australia. And like, yeah. I, it is the least funny thing I've seen. And it's just like, oh, my dad's Google history. And I know it's just, Crickets. you know, she got to say random things. It was like, women. And then people would start laughing. It was like sandbox. And then it was like, bad idea, bad idea. Here's a bad idea. Denim condoms. Like, what the heck what? is this? Like, like, it's just like something that I would do when I was like, you know, in, in like elementary school. Like, maybe not like with the adult jokes. You'd be like, hey, you know, it's a bad idea. You know, like a uh, bumblebee uh, toilet paper. You know, that'd be a bad Genius. idea. Genius. And that's just like what they did. It's not even funny. That's the punchline? Yeah, it's just like, here's a bad idea. And then she's like, blah, 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 blah. And she does this like <laughs> stupid dance. What? And this is taxpayer funded in Australia. Boycott. You have to go and pay a TV license in those countries. Yeah, the it's like the BBC. Like yeah, yeah, and it's but you have to go and pay for feminist comedy. Yeah, and like because everything's offensive to them, it's either like you know just complete like benign crap, or it's uh, 
even worse is it's just like, oh, abortion. I had the, <laughs> I did the hoo ha. I'm, I'm, I'm disgusting, and I make the sex with men. That's that's basically what it gets. That's this feminist comment. That, that's girls. Like you just you just summed up the show girls and every that's Amy Schumer. Like Lena Dunham's career. Yeah, Lena is, Dunham is disgusting. Fun. She's totally unfunny. And when Milo says it, like I remember he was on Bill Maher, and Bill Maher's like, you know, I find her funny too. Stop picking on fellow HBO. I'm like. Bill, you are funny. You should know that you know, Lena Dunham and Amy Schumer are unfunny. They are the least funny people like in comedy, right? Like, comedy's gotten really bad, but that's like the bottom of the barrel. Well, shit, I mean, shoot, I wish that uh, you know she would take out of uh, what was it, Jeff Dunham? I yeah, think. Jeff Dunham's great. I wish yeah, she'd be like that. I, are they like, dude, like, based on their not. comedy acts, no way. Well, maybe maybe Jeff got all the comedy genes, and then she <laughs> felt like she was in her dad's or her brother's, like you know, yeah. Stuff, so she tries to go and be a woman comedian. Well, you know what's and, in? I mean, oh, sorry. Like there's there's ways you can do it. Like uh, who was it? I think well, did Lord Southern do comedy? She she did some pretty funny things. I don't know if she'd be comedian. No, she didn't do comedy. No. Oh, are you thinking of Dave Rubin? Dave Rubin does comedy. Didn't. There's, there's there's one of them actually. There's like some, Crowder. Crowder did comedy stand up. Oh uh, yeah, and there was like one woman comedian who was actually funny, but she was on the right. Uh, uh, maybe I'm just think, maybe I'm just thinking of like all the stupid situation, like all the internet blood sports that goes on with uh, <laughs> Andy who, Who's that one girl? Who's the really bad one? Oh, she Laura Loomer. Yeah, <laughs> all the stuff she gets in trouble for is pretty funny. She can be but used for like good. Yeah. it's like meta humor. Yeah. It's got that deepness to it. But you know what's interesting? I, I bring up a girls. I'm looking at the cast here, and I see Lena Dunham and all these other girls. One of them's hot, but that's it. You want to know who else is on this show? What? Adam Driver. Do you know who that is? No. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh, emo Nazi LARPer. What? Do you, do you know who I'm thinking of? Yeah, Maybe. Wait, no, no. What? what? In a galaxy. <laughs> Did he join the alt-right or something? <laughs> no. In a galaxy far, far away, there's an emo Nazi LARPer. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing a gif of that. And it was like, and they like messed with the one guy from uh, that Star Wars movie. was like, why is he with this Lena Dunham? Ew. And there was, like, yeah, dude. I saw that. Now, now that makes sense. I was like, yeah. Like, how much money that you got to pay him to go deal with that? I, I mean, think, well, they got him though. for cheap. Yeah, he is ugly. He's not good looking. Some girls think he's good looking, but only well, ugly I mean, girls it, say that. It's the sort of girls who would think that, like, they're funny. You know, if you're yeah. that stupid. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's on. He is, you know, if, if nobody's getting it yet, he's Kylo Ren from Star, the new Star Wars movies, the SJW ridden, uh, you know, filled to the brim of SJW feminist nonsense Star Wars. Uh, and he's like, you know, Kylo Ren, who's basically a Nazi. He's LARPing as Darth Vader. He's doing a bad job at it. And he's like, acts like a Nazi half the time. You know, he's like, like some like alt-right, like Sith. But, oh, God. Yeah. Well, like, he didn't do a very good job because, like, who was, he the, who was the one guy? The black guy was a stormtrooper. <laughs> like, I mean, if he was really, like, you know, alt-right evil Nazi, how come they have black people in there? He didn't do extreme sense. vetting well enough. <laughs> But dude, they, I thought they cloned them, or maybe they stopped doing No, that. they. I was rewatching this because I was showing Mikey it, and it's like they just recruit stormtroopers now for diver. They get diversity hires. Well, I thought they were Nazis. I thought they did. doesn't yeah. match up with that ideology. You can't have Nazis with diversity hires. Yeah. Yeah, I guess even the bad it's in the new Star Wars, even the bad guys have diversity. But like that Rose character, the Asian girl, is such a diversity oh, hire. Well, she was so like, cringy. You, who's the Gungan guy? Like, oh, Jar Jar? Yeah, she's basically like the Jar Jar. No, Jar Jar is way better. I don't care if yeah. people say Rose is worse than Jar Jar. I actually find Jar Jar funny at times. I don't mind him. Rose dude, is she just was constant. Like, dude, she forced that kiss in that movie. I thought, you know, that was like a Me Too moment. Yeah. <laughs> she's a Rose Weinstein. She's like forced okay. to get out of it. And, and she does it. She goes like, the only way like to say to, um... Like when the one wars is like to save the ones we love. She says some really goofy line, and she's like kissing him after she saved. You know, uh, Finn was gonna go out with a bang and like save everyone, but she freaking ruins it. Ruins this powerful character emotional moment, and then she says this goofy line, starts kissing him, and the freaking bait is 
blowing up with all the good guys in it. I'm like, you utter prick. Well, it's just like it's just like these people. It's just like watching two like you know people with really stupid brains like getting into a fight in like a back alley. It's just yeah. Like, you know, it's like they just so like annoying. back they're like in wheelchairs and stuff. They're trying to get into a fist fight. It's just like, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just isn't even fun to watch. It's just like, you know. Yeah, I could rant about that movie, and I'm gonna probably rant about it next week. Cause I I'm gonna think show we've it. Ranted about that. We've, we've had, I think, an episode where we talked. Oh, about we did. It before. Oh, we talked about yeah, Black think, Panther, the Weewas Kang's movie, but I don't no, think we, we talked about, about this after this came out. We had a whole episode on it. Oh yeah, on the SoundCloud. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that oh, that got good that ratings. On. Did we put that one on here? No, we can't because it's a live broadcast. Uh, we we record okay, that during that the summer, one. remember? Oh, or during we need, we Christmas go, break. We need to go and kick that off. We need to go and kick up the, um, the audios. We need, to kick, we need to keep this going in the summer. Oh, Another yeah, yeah, yeah. Day. Yeah, we're going to figure something out. But I want to touch on one one little short story, and I'm going to save another one for next week, so hold your rockers in suspense. But Kanye West made big news today because he tweeted out, I love the way Candace Owens thinks. Now, if you don't know who Candace Owens is, she is a ex-Obama supporting liberal who became a Trump supporting Republican who's black, uh, and she's now the uh, communications coordinator for Turning Point USA nationally. And Kanye, who met with Trump during the transition because they were friends, uh, and I think he said at a concert, I would have voted for Trump. And now he said this, yeah, I know. Dude, Kanye's red pilled. It's funny. Yeah, I think he's just trying. I think he just does it to be edgy to get piss people off. It's possible. That, that's his personality. Like, didn't he have like the Confederate flag and one of his like albums just to go and piss people off? Oh, really? I didn't know that. It, you know, if it's yeah, it was like one of he's just you get to go and like he kind of trolls people. Hey, it's good to me. I, I, I love that sort of trolling. I mean, well, you know, even you if he what? doesn't believe it, it's still I think it's still great because people are losing their minds. Like, Twitter called her far-right Candace I Owens. Mean, well, She's know, not far-right. You hear what, you know, speaking of black people, you hear what happened with Diamond and Silk. Oh, yeah, they're going to be testifying against the Zuck in Congress. Oh, my God. That's going to be gonna funny. Be <laughs> They're gonna. They better do it as a pair too, so they could do like they do their videos where the one speaks and the other goes, mm-hmm, or yes, <laughs> preach. Trump's like my man. Oh, <laughs> the meme will become a reality. It's so great. I love this stuff. Dude, this, I, I hope I hope Zuck gets taken down. I hope Zuck gets cucked in, in Congress. That's Dude, the sort of stuff that wins you votes and gets you. That's the culture where we need to fight. This is this is the sort of stuff that's great when you have these comedians and personalities like Diamond and Silk that are testifying in Congress. I mean, that just their presence is going to create so much attention and make them more popular. It's great. This is the stuff the right needs. I love this stuff. But any last words from you today, Mr. Alex, before we close out? Uh, not really. But uh, yeah, check out what's what's going to be coming down the pipeline. We're going to figure out some way to go and keep delivering content to you over the summer. Mm. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll figure it out hopefully by next week so we can at least give you a maybe a URL or a username. But, uh, yeah, you want to continue this? Yeah, if you search for Bull Moose Radio on the SoundCloud, you can see the episodes and all kinds of other stuff. But, yeah, I'm just going to have to keep you guys in suspense because I don't have anything really planned yet. But I would like to keep doing a show over the summer so, you know, people are in the know how. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Rio News. 